Hey, Jeff. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm pretty good. I haven't seen you in a few days. How are you? I am doing very well, thank you. I did go to Syracuse, my alma mater, for what turned out to be Alumni Weekend. Didn't know that it was Alumni Weekend. Just did you get like a number one dad mug? I did not. Did you I, get my son goes to Syracuse University? I didn't. No, no, no. Jeff, see, you sound like... My son is an orange man. No, it's it's real alumni wear orange or real dads wear orange or real, you know, girls wear orange mm-hmm. or real whatever wears orange. That's mm-hmm. what it is. So please mm-hmm. don't try to take this down a notch. Number this three is... podcast, number three dad. <laughs> this was this was a wonderful weekend and I didn't I honestly didn't know it was alumni weekend. I was on the train. I took the train up. Mm-hmm. I took Amtrak, um, which is like it's something like five and a half hours from New York City to Syracuse. Is this an ad? It was <laughs> something like seven plus hours on the way back. Dope. Not sure why. Did you cross a... But, but it happened. Did you cross a time zone? I haven't taken Amtrak, I guess maybe in a few years, but certainly didn't take it since I was in college up to Syracuse. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it was fine. It was fine. Like no, no, it, it was. It was. This is a good endorsement. It, it was fine. No, it was great. It was great. Yeah, the the Wi Fi was great. Uh-huh. Uh, the the people who sat next to me, you know, no problems. I did find out that it was alumni weekend by talking to the girl who was sitting next to me mm-hmm. because I was like, "Do you go to Syracuse?" Mm-hmm. And she was like, "I used to." She's like, "I'm going up for alumni weekend. What about you?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, right, same." And then I stopped the conversation because I was so embarrassed. I was just like, I'm going to go back to... Uh, well, what made you even start the conversation? I had to plug in my phone. Oh. You know, they don't have they don't have the outlets at every seat. They have them... On the wall. On the wall. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, beholden to wh- whoever is sitting next to the wall. Mm-hmm. And I had to plug my phone in because I had to do things on the train. Did you run into her at any frat parties? I, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> Um, I hit all the frat parties. I said, what's Dope. up to, uh, did all the secret handshakes. Yeah. How, how long was your longest keg stand? <laughs> uh, were you just like, I don't even this know. This is how we really used to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want to say one more thing about the train. The weirdest thing is that they kept making announcements at every stop. Not weird yet. About this one thing, which makes me think that it's more of an issue than, um, I don't know, anyone would, would believe. Okay. The announcement. Mm-hmm was if you want to use the cafe car you have to have your shoes on (laughs) do people like decide to go in there barefoot i don't know if it's a decision i think that it's a lifestyle yeah yeah i just don't know what would cause people to be like i'm gonna go about four trains that way without my shoes Mm -hmm. To go get a sandwich. Well, here's a follow-up question. Did you wear your shoes into It was the- about me. It was about <laughs> me. I uh, No, no. It, it was just so weird. I don't know. Anyway, went to Syracuse, enjoyed my weekend there. It was wonderful to, to visit with my old college roommates, one of whom Jimmy still lives up there, one of whom John uh, flew up for the occasion. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you got to hang out with your seatmate. Oh, from the train? Yeah. No, I thought for a second I was like, oh, you're talking about at the game. I went I went to the Syracuse-Clemson game. Score being? Did not go well. Okay. Uh, 41 to 6, I think it Close. was. Yeah. It was a nail-biter. It was embarrassing. It was it was honestly the, the only bad part of the, the weekend, which was just uh, wonderful beyond belief. But but those hours in the Carrier Dome watching a beatdown was, was bad. 
these were season tickets that Jimmy has, and he gave them to John and myself. Jimmy was going to sit somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting amongst other people who have season tickets there, and they all know each other, and they are all very drunk, and they are all idiots. <laughs> And a uh, couple things that happened were, um, you know, getting uh, my head elbowed a million times. And at some point I was going to be like, hey, Dave, because the guy's name was Dave, I found out, mm-hmm. wearing sunglasses uh, at night in the Carrier Dome um, and throwing his elbows around. Mm-hmm. At some point I had to be like, yo, Dave, five times was enough. You should have said that on the second time. I <laughs> And had him think that it was five times. No, the had time. him be like, hey, maybe you shouldn't do this. Oh, I really Dave. should have. And then the guys behind us who were Dave's friends kicked over while we were standing up, thankfully, mm-hmm. um, their spittoon. They had a spittoon? Yeah, they had some dip. Oh, no, I, I know what a spittoon is for. Well, maybe, maybe people out there don't because it, it is like an 1800s, you know, thing. Yeah. In 2019... They were chewing their dip dope, and spitting it into a plastic cup mm-hmm. and then kicked it over all over our seats. Oh, well, a plastic cup isn't really a spittoon. What's a spittoon? The spittoon is the thing that goes ping. No, a spittoon is the, is the, uh, uh, the thing, container The container that you uh, yeah, but it has deposit to be like, yeah, no, I understand your tobacco in. The idea of a spittoon, but a plastic cup is not a spittoon. That is just gross. You think a spittoon has to be... The you, ping. Wait, we need to look this up. Spittoon is the ping. You're sure? Yeah. You do you want to put money down? I will put eight thousand dollars on the line. Eight. <laughs> That's a lot of money. <laughs> a spittoon is a receptacle made for spitting into, especially by users of chewing and dipping tobacco. Ping. It does not say anything. No. It it says it says <laughs> this is Wikipedia by the way. It says yeah, but Wikipedia can be anything. It says the term is also <laughs> used for a type of spitting sink used in dentistry, which by the way. I've never heard the ping while I've been at the dentist. Well, then you're not doing it right. Jeff, how was your weekend? My weekend was great. There were no parents here. There were no, there were no rules. Did you spill any tobacco on any of the uh, seats here? Go find it. <laughs> I, watched, uh, I watched Scream for the first time. Really? The movie? The movie Scream. From 1996? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. How was it? Fine. Okay. <laughs> you know, I get it. Did you watch it for any reason? Greg came back from Europe, and he was on a seven-hour flight, and he watched Scream. Well, he was seated in first class. Yeah, well, he's a first-class guy. Man. Yeah, so he was watching Scream he first was class? Watching, yeah, but he had seen Scream, and so he rewatched it. He and had then, a seven-hour flight back from Europe. Yeah. He sat first class mm-hmm. and watched Scream. Well, among other things. I mm-hmm. sat on a seven-hour train ride back from Syracuse. Coach. <laughs> Coach. <laughs> And was struggling to plug my phone in. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Yep. So, you know, Got it. you're here. Greg you know, is there. Did Greg have to wear his shoes? That's really what we should ask. I do not think that Greg was wearing his shoes in first class. <laughs> <laughs> and the food was brought to him. Yeah. What an experience. Anyway, you watched Scream. I watched Scream. It was fine. Okay. The end. <laughs> Great weekend. Yeah. Jeff, before we get to the podcast and who's on it today, mm-hmm. can we get an update, an official update? What's the heat check? Oof. A lot of heat. <laughs> Had to take my shoes off. Is it a lot of heat? <laughs> Too hot for shoes. This was the question last week. Someone left a comment on iTunes saying that we lost the heat. Then this week, everybody said we got the heat. We still got the heat. But no, we, haven't, we haven't heard from the guy who wrote the review, Fuckboy125. 
Fuckboy125, check in. <laughs> so, the, so, so the internet says that we got the heat still. Still. So the Jeezy interview mm-hmm. on YouTube, by the way. Oh, it's there? The, the Ross interview, also on YouTube, by the way. I had no idea. Little Brother. Um, About to go on YouTube. Uh, Rex Arrow. Uh, Big Crit. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of heat. A lot of heat. It's been confirmed? I didn't confirm it. People have been confirming it for me. Guys, go to the internet <laughs> and confirm whether we have the heat. Jeff, who's on the podcast today? Today on the podcast is Tiffany Calvert. By the way, happy birthday to our friend Tiffany. It's her 25th birthday. It's so crazy how well we orchestrated this. We thought about this so far in advance. That's right. So just like we planned to have Drake's dad on for Father's Day. Yes, now we have Drake's DJ on for DJ Day. For for her birthday. Tiffany, happy birthday. It's her 25th birthday. Done a lot in those 25 years. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, people know that she's obviously Drake's DJ, been on tour in Europe and did seven or eight nights at the O2 out in London. Um, she's on BBC One Extra, mm-hmm. Saturday nights. A big, big time slot, does a great job over there. She's DJed a whole bunch, has Tiffany Calver and Friends, those those amazing events out in London. She also just did the soundtrack to Top Boy on Netflix. Another big deal. Mm-hmm. Things we did not know, the first person to fly her out of the country, and this is a fact, mm-hmm. Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre. She was a blogger. Her god, the person she looked up to, she said, Miss Info. Shout out to Miss Info. She grew up in the countryside where there was nothing going on, and she made it down to London to become the Tiffany Calvert that we know today. What a great story. What a great personality, and what a great sense of humor. Tiffany Calver on the podcast today. Jeff, when do you want to get into it? Right now. Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. Bang Blood, a.k.a. Hate to See It. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. Put a Couple Holes in your a.k.a. Ear Piercing. Yo. <laughs> wow. Oh, okay. Hi. It's <laughs> Tiffany, a.k.a. Nando, a.k.a. I don't know what the fuck just happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's your third favorite podcast, Waste Time, but it's the real. Tiffany, what's happening? Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> what's happening at high? Yo, welcome. Yeah. First of all, to the Upper West Side, but welcome to New York. So last night we were at uh, our friend Renell Medrano's opening for her show down at Milk Studios, and we were waiting outside, and a girl came up to us, and she was just like, oh my god, it's the real, and we're like, hey, how's it going? And we're like, we're about to dip out of here, actually, because we have a podcast to do tomorrow, and she's like, with who? And we're like, Tiffany Calver, and then I swear to God, I looked to my left, <laughs> and you were standing there, yeah. and we're like, Tiffany, and you turn around, and you're like, what's up? Yeah. And by the way, we had never met before. Mm-hmm. So we were hoping it was you and not just like calling for like a random girl. But has that happened to you where you're just like someone that you know online yeah. or oh, might all not? The time. All but the you time. turn around and they're there. I mean, you make me sound like have you ever heard of Bloody Mary where people will say Bloody Mary in the mirror and yeah, then she appears. Yes, That's yeah. how you're making me sound right now. But well, that, yeah. that happened. <laughs> that was that true. That literally happened. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of internet mates, especially from America. That one was funny though yesterday because I absolutely did not realize <laughs> I was just going to like walk on the stream be like oh shit i'm seeing tomorrow <laughs> yeah. so that was nice though broke yeah. the ice spoke about edgeware road and stuff. yeah yeah <laughs> Which, so last time we went to london we stayed like an hour and a half outside of london the last stop on the train yeah yeah it edgeware ends. road yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he was like yeah good thing you didn't get like stabbed i was like cool <laughs> yeah. Proper. but yeah. you've had a really busy like couple of days mm-hmm. here in new york like we saw you stop by hot 97 
Yep. You stopped by Power 105. To see Angie. You've Angie. been uh, up and down this city and all around. Yep. And have you achieved everything you wanted to get done? Um, almost. Uh, I'm still trying to locate Pop Smoke. Okay. So this is day <laughs> two. That's why you came here? <laughs> um, no, he, he was on the list, but that was, uh, this is day two of trying. I could literally make like an entire like video series out Maybe of Maybe you like should have, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, today it's to interview him. By the way, it's not like oh, he yeah, owes no, you no, money no, no, or no, like. Not at, all, not at all. We're not beefing. Um, <laughs> but it would be amazing if you went to like Olive Garden with him. Oh, can you imagine? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, wow. That just would be the, sick. Just two friends. Just me and Pop Smoke. Yeah. Welcome to the party. That is Olive Garden salad bowl, breadstick. Endless. Yeah. yeah. Endless. Mm -hmm. She was like, "Do you want some more?" I was like, "Are you trying to kill me?" <laughs> so much American portions. Oh, it's a lot. Yeah, I'm it's telling you, I feel drunk right now. Yeah. <laughs> Off the food. Yeah. You went to Olive Garden for the first time. Yeah. And what it was achievement. It, yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, more than I've done. I've never uh, gone there. You've, You've never, never been. been to Olive I've never Garden. been to Olive Garden. You're missing out. What are you guys doing right now? Yeah, well, yeah we're going I'm back to Olive Garden. I'm absolutely not. I'm absolutely not. I think I have PTSD from the, the pasta. So Jeez. congratulations on a hell of a year, by the way. Thank you. It's been really exciting to watch from, from this side. Yeah. Uh, has it been overwhelming? Has it been what oh, you yeah. expected? Okay, yeah. Super overwhelming. But um, I don't think you can... I One thing I've learned this year is I don't think you can ever prepare for everything you want to happen to happen. Okay. Because I think you work so hard to get to a certain place. And then as soon as it's like, here you go. It's kind of like, okay, now what do I do? So, so we're still talking about Olive Garden, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. You yeah. don't know what to do you when it, what yeah. to do when the breadstick show <laughs> If you want more cheese and it's, it's just, you know, you've just got to go with it. No, but the radio slot is just like, that's a pretty good deal. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty sweet. It's a good one. That was something I wanted since I was a kid. So. All right, let's go back. Where are you originally from? Yeah, because you thought I was from London. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not that cool. I grew up in the countryside. So maybe like like four, five hours away from London and like driving. What's or there? Sheep. Uh, like no joke. No joke. Like genuinely, I lived next to sheep. What did your folks do? Um, my mom kind of did a bit of everything. So she had me when she was 19. So uh, she was in uni, uh, which is college. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. University. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, so she was still studying when I was born. And then she kind of was an estate agent. What's that here? Realtor? Yeah. Realtor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. See? Yeah. Yeah. Language yeah, yeah. barrier. Yeah. yeah. Um, she was a realtor for a bit. She, she was just a hustler. Like she had three jobs. Like she worked a lot. Um, and we lived in this really, really small town called Telford, which is near... Birmingham, which is near, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. like, Birmingham, we know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's so, like a more like industrial city, right? Yeah. Okay. Have you ever seen Peaky Blinders? Yes. Yeah, there we go. By the yeah. way, when, when we had Dave on here, Dave the Rapper, yeah. um, he mentioned uh, a whole bunch of cities in a row and we were just like nodding and had no, <laughs> yeah. no idea. Absolutely zero <laughs> idea, yeah. Um, that's usually me also when yeah. I speak to Dave. He's just <laughs> full of knowledge and I'm just like, mm -hmm. um, Yeah, so... Everyone sounds like that. Like my nan, my grandma, sorry, mm -hmm. language barrier. Um, she, you can speak like, you know. Yes. I'll just yeah, be yeah. English. Again, just we'll just British. keep nodding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so she's like, hello, how am you? You're right. Like that's how everyone speaks. Uh, moved to London when I was 17 because literally before that, be, trying to do anything in music, all you can do is I just blogged. Like I was a, I was a blogger. Yeah. Was, well, how did you even like start that? My whole thing was, 
in my head to get out of Telford, which sounds so fun, to break free from the ends of Telford, which is literally just sheep. There, yeah, there weren't yeah. stabbings or shootings. Or, <laughs> I didn't grow up in like the hood. I grew up by, sh- by sheep. Mm-hmm. So, you, were, you were bored. Oh my God, so yeah. bored. Um, well, what is there to do up there? Nothing, I mean, shops close at six. Like, you know. <laughs> so you and your friends would do... Um, we talked to each other on MSN. Okay. You know? <laughs> like I was really a kid of the internet, which I think is probably great for me now because I'd say my knowledge is so extensive of what was going on around the world, especially in music, because all I'd be doing was be going home and like going on datpiff.com or like, you know, LimeWire. Yeah. Like just downloading every single Lil Wayne song ever made and all of that stuff or reading Two Dope Boys or... Now right or Misinfo yeah, yeah. or... Misinfo yeah. was literally my god at one point. <laughs> I wanted to be Misinfo so bad. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of my introduction into being like, okay, I want to work in music. I want to like be a journalist. And I thought if I'd go to university, it would be my way out to like move to London and pursue a, a career in journalism, um, especially hip hop. So... I was just writing and I'd be sending little like, I don't know, reviews and stuff of like albums to uh, my friends or to journalists I really like to analyze and then send back to me while I was like in school at lunchtime and all my friends would be like, oh, we're gonna go for a walk or whatever. So nobody was like really into music the way that you were? Oh my God, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, so I went to a grammar school. Um, There maybe, it was like a hard school to get into. There were like 30 of us. And everyone was just into like chart hits, um, indie music, which I also really like. Yeah, you, you know, like I, I, you had, you, I had my face. Yeah, you you didn't like escape from that, but you did no. have your own shit. Oh yeah, I think I just overdo it sometimes. So like, if we're talking about music, or I'm talking to them about music, there's there's only so far the conversation can go or that they want it to go and then I'll just carry on and everyone's (laughs) just like, cool, we're going to (laughs) fucking dip, weirdo, and like walk off. Well, we went down to (laughs) New Orleans last year. Wale wanted us to come down there and do a podcast just about wrestling and we don't know, we don't know anything (laughs) about wrestling, right? And also don't care. Then don't care. And so you're in that world and you move around and it's like everybody in the wrestling world is in that city at that time and they all speak the same language and we don't, mm-hmm. and you get into a conversation, and thank God our friend Anise was there, yeah. and he was like translating for us, which was like the savior of all this. And by the way, it was described, I guess you described it, right? As if we went to Summer Jam and like brought our mom there, <laughs> yeah, she would be just like, I, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. But we totally understand like being obsessed with something to the point of no one else can really yeah. understand what you're saying. Yeah. So. You're four or five hours outside of London. You Would have you ever this... come into the city to like go to yeah. concerts, go to... Yeah, I mean, the closest city to go to gigs was Birmingham, which was like an hour on the train. So sometimes like, I remember going to see ASAP Rocky once with my friends and this was like, I think very early ASAP Rocky, like peso, mm-hmm. what's up? Gold Wearing all days. black. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah all of that. Um, all the gold, everything. Um, shout out to trinidad james Mm -hmm. um and then we got stuck in birmingham because trains closed obviously (laughs) um and we were having so much fun we had to like walk the streets of birmingham and then like chill in mcdonald's (laughs) we could get the train home so i did a lot of that or i traveled to london to you know and i would feel so cool if i got a press band at that time because i'd be like 
fuck you guys. <laughs> I'm here for free. Yeah. Like, you know, um, so I'd go and get like press accreditation for like literally like the strangest blogs that I would pitch to write for for free and um, just go and interview artists. And obviously like I'm some little man, like I'm some very small <laughs> blog, like I had a blog which I'm actually embarrassed about uh, the name of, but at the time mm -hmm. it was all right. So it was called The Urban Playlist, okay? Okay. And we'll just quickly move away from that. Okay. But, uh, so I'd, <laughs> I'd go like to I'd spend like... a long time talking <laughs> yeah. about this. <laughs> no, I'm all right. Um, so yeah, I'd go and I'd like want to interview them and stuff. And to be fair, a few of them gave me some time, but, but it was, to me, that was so inspiring. And I was like, I want to do this all the time. So did you have like a flip cam or did you have like a like recorder or something? <laughs> I had um, I had like a maybe like a hundred pound value Canon, you know the you know I don't know like you could literally throw it a thousand times and it's not going to break like, <laughs> at all. Um, yeah, I had one of the, like I was just not lit at all. <laughs> like I was really starter pack like journalism. I was really going for that. But what was the best sort of like sit down that you had with an artist? Mm, my favorite was maybe my first one, and I remember crying before I did it because I was so nervous and it was over the phone mm -hmm. and I thought it was huge at the time and do you know what it is huge fuck yeah. that it is huge yeah own it um it was Obi Trice oh that's cool <laughs> yeah and um I remember like talking to my dad like I'm so scared and uh my dad's advice to me has always been just remember they poo too that's that is advice. true he is right yeah like, yeah so I spoke to him I think Obi Trice was drunk like he was like yeah I'm drinking vodka like, <laughs> it, it went so amazing you're Obsessed with this outside of the big town, you obviously have school to focus on too. Yeah. <laughs> what? But what did your parents think of this whole thing? Like, were they mm. like, "Oh, this is a passing fad," or were they yeah. like, "You know, really go, go do it, go dive into it, and yeah. make it your whole life"? My mom's very much the latter, so uh -huh. she's very much like, "Live your life, <laughs> whatever you want to do." Number one fan, like biggest cheerleader, biggest support system. Um, and she still is to this day. The That's same. awesome. Like I, I got a paragraph from her literally yesterday, <laughs> like now do it now. It's your time. Like she's always just hyping me up. Even in school, like I remember I'd have arguments with my friends or something and I'd be upset and she'd be like, go in your room, listen to Rick Ross. Remember you're <laughs> a boss and la la la. Like that's just how she is. Um, my dad took a little bit more convincing. And you know what, in hindsight now, so when I was younger, I used to never understand it. I used to be like, why can't you just be happy for me? Why like, you know? Um, cause he just, I didn't really feel like he supported what I wanted to do. But in hindsight now, I'm just like, okay, if I had a kid mm -hmm. that wanted to move to London at 17, <laughs> was blogging for free, uh, <laughs> wasn't really going to school so that she could interview artists to write for free. Right. Like, uh, would I be comfortable with that? No, uh, <laughs> not at all. It's not very safe. It's not, this is definitely. Yeah, he wanted a, you to have like a backup plan. Oh, he wanted you to have like. Oh Yeah. A, a straight route to something. Yeah, yeah. he isn't. That's not. To he wants say, you to be like a plumber. Basically, hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. Like it was always like, you need to get a job. Or like, come on, you know those kind of conversations. Which is funny because so I'm mixed race, and um, stereotypically everybody says it would be the Nigerian. So my mum's Nigerian and Saint Lucian. So stereotypically, it's the African parents that are like, you right. have to get a really good job. Right. You have to do this. Hardworking. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. And my mum was more of the hippie. And then my <laughs> dad, who's white as fuck, is just like, no, like, no, I get a job. So your dad does not listen to Rick Ross? No, my dad does. Oh, really? Not really. Oh. No. His, his hip hop's more like he loves Pete Rock. Okay. You know, like Dilla. Yeah, sure. Um, he loves anything conscious. 
um and he's more into like house and Kitronada and wow. all of that stuff now but actually my dad when i was a baby and i feel like one day i, I need to make it so i can make a documentary and use this baby footage <laughs> you know how everyone makes documentaries and uses baby footage yeah i have baby footage of me to my dad's like um because he produced and like had dj decks that he'd use in his spare time and it's me literally as a baby and he's like hovering me towards it and i'm drooling <laughs> then if he'll take me away i like scream oh amazing and he'll put me back to it and i'm just fascinated i'm just like trying to touch everything like ah so so no joke I, this I was like yeah. your yeah. whole life yeah yeah, yeah 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 um but i was raised around music and my dad loves and music. sheep and sheep, <laughs> and sheep. Yeah. at that point not sheep and at that point we were definitely in the hood but <laughs> but um yeah so different kinds of sheep i guess but um <laughs> yeah yeah he loves music he i think he was just i think he wanted to pursue it mm -hmm. i think i think he wanted to have a career he got scared and he had yeah. a job and he did what was practical sure so i think to him he, he had that fear for me too yeah. which i understand now i forgive you it dad, is so. it is like <laughs> like you know our parents the same thing where it was like not that they had dreams of doing hip-hop sketch comedy but like <laughs> but the whole like idea of like you want your kids to be settled yeah. and you want the best for them, obviously, and can't see that like blogging for free, which mm -hmm. is what we did as well for a long time, will pay off later on. Yeah. So. But thank fuck it did. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so who are some of the people that you connected with like online that were like many, many, many miles away? Mm. Kilometers. Yeah, or yeah, that, that ended up like being like, you know, someone later on a lot of people in the uk so even right now there's a there's a kid called slow tie um who's an incredible rapper yeah he just like killed glastonbury yeah literally yeah. killed glass oh it's over yeah yeah got it no 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 oh, oh. Yeah, he's okay. just yeah. running around in his pants <laughs> yeah and a, and a hat and his uh dj got squashed in a mosh pit oh but they survived they, yeah oh, i mean it was planned it yeah. wasn't yeah. just like yeah oh yeah. um <laughs> Yeah, he's having a great moment. I've known him and his team since the Urban Playlist, uh, where I used to premiere his his songs. See, when he went by I like that you're like yeah, trying to run away from we, the Urban yeah. Playlist, but you're also just like trying to do plugs for it. Right. Oh so yeah, you're just 100%. Like, yeah. Um, I still own the domain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Urban Playlist. Dot com. Dot com. Yeah. yeah. It was dot yeah. tumblr. Yeah. Com. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was a dot tumblr. Was well. it? Yeah. <laughs> I had well, everything. I was a big fan, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You probably you're trying to pretend you didn't go on it. Yeah. I was trying to get in the blog role. Oh my god, blog role. Yeah. Um, yeah. So slow tie. Um, there was a guy called Danny Seth that I was cool with back then, um, and I really formed a good friendship with Goldlink when he first started. Like, and he would like kind of piss off everyone from Selection because he'd be <laughs> using their beats and rapping over them. Yeah. Um, and then I was cool with Selection when they kind of first took it off the ground. Taku was actually a, a very uh, fundamental part, I'd guess, in my transition period of blogging for free to actually having more of a purpose because mm -hmm. we became friends and I kind of try and be, I was almost like their street team in a way where I'd be like oh I'll help with your digital PR and uh push it to blogs and and help with that stuff and he uh he knew I wanted to write he knew one of my favorite sites was this site called Hype Track so yeah yeah he um he introduced me to Peter who was editor at the time and he read some of my stuff and I started working for them and to me at the time I thought I'd made it I was like <laughs> oh yeah, I was for <laughs> hype track and all of this stuff. And I was reviewing albums and was doing everything I wanted to do. And obviously we all know, like you literally can't pay rent off of <laughs> blogging. But, yeah. um, it was not, it was nice at the time. But uh, yeah, I connected with a load of people. 
Um, things happen really weirdly for me. So I think the most incredible person I met when I was really young was probably Dr. Dre. But what? yeah, I know, we'll get there. Like Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre? Like, like Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre. Where did you meet him? So if while you, if I was you say was, by the sheep. <laughs> not by the sheep. Well, not by the sheep, but um, no. Uh, so I'd moved to London. I'd convinced my dad that this was a great idea and I should live with him. So I moved to London. I was going to school there. and Because um, your dad had moved out. Yeah, no, my dad moved to London years before and he was doing apps and stuff. He was, he was in London, like he makes apps, he's a developer. Mm. So um, he had this swanky like bachelor life and I was like, how about <laughs> I move in? It's like one of those movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Except you knew your father. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, just yeah. like surprise, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was well, surprise. Yeah, was surprise, yeah. Um, pretty much gave him no choice. I was like, <laughs> so um, moved in with him. I was going to school and I saw this competition on Beats by Dre's thing. No, Jamal Edwards. So I was writing for SBTV at the time and um, they posted that there was this competition in Covent Garden, which is kind of like Times Square-y okay. for reference. But, so there's um, an Olive Garden there. <laughs> there is a Nando's, which is <laughs> our yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, actually, there's a, there's a few Olive Gardens there. <laughs> um, yeah, so they had this competition, which was basically, I think it was called, oh, I don't want to say this because if people find it, it's fine whatever yeah, yeah 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 like i'm really pressing you to yeah, say yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I just, fuck it so uh they had this campaign called show your color and it was all about the new color wave headphones they were bringing out and i wanted to go because i knew jamal edwards was going to be there and i wanted to like meet him and be like hi like i really want to write for your blog um and of course see dr dre and jimmy and Ivey get new yeah. headphones yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah take yeah. a yeah. selfie or yeah um by the time i got there we'd left school um, took the bus there and <laughs> missed everyone. <laughs> so there was, we got there and my friend was like, well, there's this massive thing. So you could take a photo and then it would go up on like a billboard. Yeah. And my friend was like, oh, let's just do that. And I was like, no, I'm shy. <laughs> so they did it. And then the people working there were trying to irk me. They were just like, go on, just do it, do it. So I took a picture and I, you had to choose, like you had to describe what your color was or something. So I, put something I put, I put loco or anyway yeah i'm totally sane but mm -hmm. um <laughs> at the time i thought that was a cool thing to put out um surprise took a, took a weird wasn't <laughs> <laughs> no took a photo then i saw jamal edwards walk that way and i was like no 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 because my photo was about to go up so i ran off so because you're shy because i'm shy mm -hmm. yeah. so to run off i had to sign all you know scroll yeah. and mm -hmm. click and scroll and put your email and yep. la, la, la. yeah so I was except like, to continue yeah all yeah right. so mm -hmm. you know and then they take your data for life so um <laughs> i put everything in and kind of just ran away uh, and then it turns out I'd entered myself into the competition and the competition was they were looking for the final uh, person to be a part <laughs> to be a part of this massive show your color campaign and they chose me Whoa. so I got an email about it and I thought I was being pranked <laughs> so I ignored it and then they kept emailing me and I was like who the f who's this is spam like someone's yeah. trying to get my you know hack me it was like, one of your three friends who you came down yeah, with. that's right yeah. Yeah. yeah and then they skyped me from I guess the LA headquarters and they were like we need you to fly here tomorrow are you gonna do are you coming or are you not like and I was like oh and my dad was with me and I was like oh snap like okay this is real I just won a Beats by Dre competition uh yeah, I'm going to LA for free. So, um, had you ever day, been to the States before? I hadn't because 
I was just, I just turned 18 and that meant I could do it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. this shy girl gets on a flight. To LA. To LA. Yeah. Was it first class? Was it? Absolutely not. No. Yeah. <laughs> they, not they put class. you like in like in a middle seat. Oh yeah. <laughs> just like wished All you the best. That. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, percent. But I did get an Escalade when I when I arrived to the airport. Excuse With, me. Like your name on the. No, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Let's oh. let's be right. humble. Yeah. So, got it. Got it. Got um, it. I had an Escalade pick me up. There, yeah. And then um, they took me to the hotel, and then we uh, m had like this meet meet everyone like drinks thing, said hi. Uh, the next day we shot the campaign. Um, did hair and makeup. I looked terrible, but I was shy. So shout you know. out to the hair and makeup yeah, yeah. people. Shout yeah. out you guys, you snakes. So, um, Wait, what did they have you looking like? Loco. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's your favorite Loco. color. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my favorite Perfect. color. Yeah. So they really, they really did it. Yeah. They really nailed that one on the head. Um, so I was, I was, I just did not want to be in the campaign at all. But like, there gets to this point. So you do all the photos, you do everything, and then there's the filmed part and it's in this massive studio in LA. I've never done anything like this. I'm, a, I'm just a girl. Yeah, who, that's you right. You know, who has sheep for friends, yeah, you yeah. know? So like doing Just waiting a, to be discovered. You know? <laughs> mm -hmm. And then Dr. Dre's in the room helping direct the campaign. So I put on a song and I'm like, they're like, okay, now dance. And I'm like, okay. So I'm, try <laughs> I'm trying to, like Dr. Dre's there, so I'm freaking out. I'm like, ah. Um, and then I, I do the stupid head phone dance thing and I go to the I guess there was like a little buffet at the side and I'm like <laughs> getting food and Dr. Dre goes at the same time and this genuinely stripped all like NWA like gangster like <laughs> everything I thought he was like because he like reached over me and I was like oh and then he's like sorry cookies are my weakness and, like, <laughs> loads of cookies <laughs> and like just took loads of cookies and started eating them and I was like right okay <laughs> Um, but no, he was super cool and um, <laughs> we bonded <laughs> over cookies. Uh, no. uh, and again, I said the weirdest stuff to him just to take it back to Olive Garden. So our equivalent Nando's. Uh, I remember we went to a Lakers game with the whole Beats by Dre team. And um, I'm there and I can't remember what happened. I'm trying to talk to him. I'm trying to just be like, oh yeah, we go way back. We're friends yeah, now. Yeah. We had that cookie moment. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, we're having a chat and um, I remember being like, just, you know, it just came out. It's like vomit. Like I was just like, you should go to Nando's. Like, <laughs> let's bear in mind he like, you know, he's rich as fuck. Yeah. Um, you should go to Nando's, Tiff. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great icebreaker. Uh, and then his reply was, so, I think he was vegan at the time. He was just like, oh, is that the chickens? But oh, I'm vegan. And I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna just go now. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know how to follow this up. I was like, I think I said something like they have good veggie options, and I was like, fucking leave it. So like you work like, there. I know exactly. Yeah, I just kind of. Do you remember when Ashley Simpson like? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, on away? SNL. And that was kind of me in that situation. Um, but he was, yeah, he was probably one of the, and Jimmy Iovine. And I got Jimmy Iovine. Oh my god, I just remember this. I got Jimmy Iovine to film a drop for the urban playlist. <laughs> You have to bring yeah, the urban playlist yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. No, I absolutely don't. Yes. But I'll, I'll show you guys the video one day. And it's just you, like, what's up, it's Jimmy Iovine. This is my favorite blog, the urban playlist. And I was just like, yes. That made that, the trip worth it. Yeah. That's, yeah. Oh, yeah Can you use that like on the radio? <laughs> yeah, but I'd absolutely speak over him and be like, BBC radio, yeah, know, yeah. rap show. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so they were probably the first super, super big people I met that believed in me and like kind of well, rated so what I did. What does that do for you? I mean, like, cause you know, it was a campaign, Yeah. but like 
it opens your world. Like you've oh, never yeah. been to the States before. You've never, have you, how, how far outside of um, Britain had you been? Mm, at that stage of my life, not far. So uh, I think when I was seven, I went to the Dominican Republic once. I've been to St. Lucia a bunch of times. Like we, I kind of lived in the Caribbean for a bit of my life as well. So I was kind of like back and forth. Um, that's about it really. Yeah. France, like on a school trip. But sure. America was always kind of like the, the one yeah you know, the golden ticket so and having a free trip to like eat cookies and talk to <laughs> dr is surreal did anybody back home understand no what i remember you... posting a picture of me and dr j and actually it's very funny because i literally look like his child like <laughs> genuinely though the way we're both smiling everyone's like is that your dad? <laughs> like yes it's absolutely my dad. um yeah no it was it was everyone was just like what the fuck well, I was so cool. But then. you were also like, what the fuck? Oh, no, 100%. But then do you go back and you're just like back at the keyboard and yeah, composing like do you, posts? Do you know what? I met Larry Jackson. That's another and, great um, one. Yeah. But Larry Jackson. Was that on the time, same trip? That was after I Ashley Simpson danced away. <laughs> and I'd ordered. Okay. So I'd ordered. <laughs> I ordered nachos at this Lakers game. And then someone took them. So I had to order another one. And it was massive. Again, it was like the size of an bowl of pasta olive garden mm -hmm, uh mm -hmm. this should be called olive garden by yes, the way. exactly exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. um and so i'm going around and everyone's a fucking vegan in la so <laughs> yeah. they've put like chili and you guys just do so much extreme extra stuff that just doesn't need to happen to food right um i saw this thing on tasty the other day but we'll get there another oh, time. oh i saw it know, too you know what i'm talking about yeah. they put it as Nasty. pizza they put this? like 17 steps stopped. and then it was just like oh and then you deep fry it yeah. and, then and then you, you bake put pizza, it, it uh, they put a pepperoni on it cheese yeah, yeah all me that and my friends like oh my god they're still going was you like, saw that some guy insane. actually made it no yeah was it nice no he said he took one bite. It, it was like six hours of cooking <laughs> and then he took one bite so jeff shows this to to me and another friend and i'm just like i don't understand yeah. why yeah but and i still me, don't understand that's me in america with your toppings on food. So you I had put these, everything on. <laughs> <laughs> everything. So it was just this bowl of nachos and many meats and many chilies and many cheeses. And I was going around asking if anyone wanted to share. And because uh, you work to, there. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever worked in the service industry? No. No. I worked in Topshop for a bit. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 Mm. I would give everyone a good discount. Yeah, well, but now they are like serious discounts because the whole store shut down. Yeah. In, yeah, the, yeah, it did yeah, in America. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. About um, yeah, but you see Larry fault. Jackson. That's my fault. Uh, but Larry Jackson, yeah. So I'm walking around. There's this guy sat down. And I'm just like, Sorry, do you, do you want to share some nachos? And he's like, Yeah, sure. So like, I sit down. He seems quite unbothered. He's just like, Yeah, okay. So uh, the nachos are there. He's kind of eating them. I'm like, Oh, cool. And me not knowing fucking anything. So he's like, oh, so what do you do? And I'm just like absolutely giving it everything. Like, yeah, I'm a blogger. Like I write, like I do this. Blah, 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 thinking I'm so cool. And I'm like, so what do you do? And he's like, yeah, I, like, I signed Lana Del Rey, uh, Chief Keef, like all of this stuff. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> cool. uh, to make things worse, uh, Aloe Black walked in. But Aloe Black was wearing a specific kind of hat that Mo's deaf would wear at the time. So I was like, wait, is that Mo's deaf? <laughs> Bearing in mind, Larry Jackson signed Aloe Black. So he was like, that's Aloe Black. So again, I just love putting Two my strikes. foot in my mouth. Yeah. You know, Ashley Simpson does it again. <laughs> but um, no, so we follow, we still follow each other on Twitter, actually. 
uh, to this day. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember him tweeting me saying something about like, he really believes in me. He thinks I, I really have a, a future. How dope is that? To keep going. And that really inspired me when I came home to be like, I really want to be like him one day. So wow. and then I just came home and kept going. Yeah. So. That's crazy. Or yeah. loco. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. No. Okay. So, so yeah. you, you go back home and you know, you had this like, you're out in the sun, in the sunshine, you know, you're out with these superstars, then you're back on by your lonesome. Yeah. But you're in London. With the sheep. No, yeah, 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 I'm in London. So, how can you level up at that point? Um, do you know what? It's, it's always so weird when I think back to how the fuck did I get here because I had one friend when I moved to London and a, a, a singer called Jacob Banks. Oh I yeah, he's doing quite well here. Yeah. Now. Oh, look oh, at that face! Ooh. Shout out to our guy like Nick. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so he was. We used to literally sneak into Birmingham University together and be like, "I'll oh, just act like you go here," and we go in and he'd practice singing, and I'd just be in there like listening to music and be like, "Wow." Um, so yeah, he's like my big brother when I moved to London. So I feel so bad for him. He used to have to take me to the cinema. Like, <laughs> should be a proper big brother. Like take me to hang out because I had no other friends. Yeah. Um, but it's weird to think how, it, I guess, expansive my network is now because I literally knew no one. I was going to college um, in Edgware Road. Wow. Mm-hmm. Edgware. Yeah. Yep. Um, which is funny now because Hedy One went there, who's a rapper from the UK, and Fredo, but we didn't know each other at the time and now they're literally always in the studio. <laughs> and I'm like, please leave. Um, <laughs> yeah, you were telling me that you would see yeah. from your school window, you would yeah, see the police Fredo. Station. Yeah, yeah I, I watched him get walked over there once. That mm. was uh, that was a good time. Once, <laughs> maybe twice. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I came back, Jacob, actually. I told him I wanted to be a presenter. And he was like, do you know what? I think you'd be really good at PR. And I was like, really? Okay. So he introduced me to this girl called um, Rachel Campbell, who had just left a company and was starting her own company called Wired, which now she represents Georgia Smith. Mm. Uh, she literally represents everyone. Georgia Smith, Stormzy, everyone. She's doing a fantastic job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I basically shadowed her. So when she first started it, I just threw myself into interning for her and like learning. Well, how much did you even want to be in PR? Cause like- I didn't know, honestly, you didn't know what PR was? I did, I, I did not know what PR yeah. was, but I enjoyed the strategy. Mm-hmm. So I found a real passion for like sitting with, because I always would with my friends, but I found a real passion for like sitting with people and hearing what they wanted to do and then strategizing how to make them cool enough that they could do that <laughs> kind of thing. So um, I really enjoyed that. And then I didn't, I'm, an, I'm a person that if I feel like I'm not learning enough, I'll just go. Mm-hmm. Or if I feel like, I've kind of, my time's done somewhere, I'll go. Yeah. So there came a well, point Well, do you where, go or do you check out? Um, I go. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so I, I went and then uh, I decided I wanted to try and do it myself. So that's how the whole selection, like they were, like I just asked people to do it for free again. I just like doing things for free. So right. like right. Um, I started doing a bit of PR and I was like, oh, maybe this is my lane. So I tried my hand at that. Um, and then I was still blogging for Hype Track at the time and I was just kind of doing everything. I think I got a lot of my contacts from 
you know, reaching out and sending press releases. It wasn't and like someone sent a non-BCC'd email and oh, you just, yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> you just stripped the whole thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> like that's how Who's, we found like Jay-Z and Kanye. Yeah, we have Kanye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Pete Wentz Pete sent Wentz. us, you know, from Fallout Boy, yeah. sent us a, an unlisted thing and it was just like, With oh. Kanye and Jay. And, yeah, 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 and like yeah. a whole bunch of other people. Do you ever find it so fascinating when you actually find out their email addresses in your head, you're like, it's gonna be so complex. Oh, yeah, and, and it's, it's the most obvious. Yeah. It's so obvious. Every time. Yeah. <laughs> Every single time. <laughs> I'm not gonna say mine, but literally the same, same. Yeah, no. Well, so did you find in that time that it was more valuable for you, even though like, yeah, get contacts through whatever methods, yeah. but to go out and show your face and be in the scene? Um, I'm shy, so. <laughs> no, but even no, even um, so, it's. I feel like there is an element of like by force you have to, kind of just get some balls and introduce yourself because there's nothing better than seeing someone face to face and kind of just offering them a real nachos. Connection yeah, with yeah, yeah, yeah. Offering yeah. them some nachos, <laughs> getting the the artist they sign's name absolutely wrong and calling them most <laughs> deaf. You know, talking about vegan food at none that's right like you know but it really helps and that's how people remember you so. so who are some of the most important people in the london scene during that time or did you burn all your bridges <laughs> <laughs> no um no do you know what there were so many important people to me then because i didn't know what important was yet so no but important to you important, important yeah, to you everyone was okay, okay. um of, I had no idea how I was ever going to get the attention of the BBC, but I wanted to go into radio. So um, I was constantly like emailing. I was a real serial emailer. Like I loved it. Which you sort of have to be though. Oh yeah. Because yeah. like that's the way that one, you get on people's radars and also mm. it's how you stay on people's radars. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. We learned early on, like you're not going to go through gatekeepers, just email them directly. But also yeah. it's a better way in a more professional way than like, hitting people up in the dms oh, oh yeah that's the worst we it should, is we should talk about that let's go yeah. message requests yeah yeah not it follow for follow yeah like that was like, a bad time come to brazil yeah <laughs> all that yeah <laughs> come to brazil yeah. come to brazil is my favorite comment yeah. and so like i have now well it's when you've like actually made it yeah and then you have like stands in your comments oh mine's just can i bring a friend saying, out Constantly. When we were yeah. like heavy into doing so we started out doing like sketch videos mm. and we were like those guys People would email us and be like, dear, it's the real. Like, I love your blog and or website. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's just or. like, can I, yeah. can you post my music on your site? And we're just like, you really have no idea. My favorite is when people do that, but it's like, you don't really, I think some people think you do more than you do. Mm -hmm. So I'd be really confused. I'd be like, I don't know what you think I'm going to do for you. <laughs> oh, <Okay>. no, right. <laughs> do you know what? If anything, the absolute motivation to be something is probably why I'm really set for being a DJ now because I had no sleep pattern, nothing. Like I wouldn't, I didn't want to sleep. Like I thought I'd be wasting time. So I'd rather stay up and either like research something or listen to something or write something or draft an email to send at eight in the morning or yeah. you know, just do so much stuff. Cause I was scared if I didn't, somebody else would do right, it. Right, right. So, yeah. Were you still living with your dad at this point? Yeah. And so, like, he's watching you just, like, deteriorate into madness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, and asking me to get a job constantly. Oh, yeah. 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 Did you get any, like, you had to get mm, some sort yeah, of, like, yeah. I had a, again, retail. So, I had a, a Were you job. a good folder? No. <laughs> and I'm still not. So, but I didn't last long. It was, like, three months. And I just used to, my favorite thing would be 
basically finessing it so I'd stand in the changing rooms because then I could be on my phone. Oh, that's smart. <laughs> yeah. And because I was so nice and sweet. Mm-hmm. Right. Everyone would just be how like, ma- Yeah. How many garments? Three? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm the worst. If, if they also close down, mm-hmm. it might actually be me that's closing <laughs> these stores down. But um, no, so I had, I had a part-time job. So he kind of shut up. And um, I was still writing. I was still doing everything. But So... There's also in in England. There's all these like pirate radio stations. Yeah. Here, not so <laughs> oh much. But but over there. But like, did any yeah. did any of that like mm. attract your attention? Were you like maybe yeah. that's the way in? Well, pirate radio has always been like a thing in the UK. I listened to it as a kid because those were the cool stations. Right. So if we were driving around, that was those were the stations my dad had on or my mum had on. It was never like commercial national radio. Um, I think what was really cool at at one stage in the UK is we we had Rinse, which obviously was started by the grime scene. Yep. Um, And Pirate Radio was, you know, influenced that heavily. And that's kind of how it started. So Rinse was around. I actually applied for Rinse. I did a pilot there and never heard back. So... Haha, I made it now. (laughs) um, It was quite funny. I, I, I I got a a message from someone at Rinse being like, can you just have a show here? And I was like, too late. <laughs> by the way, were you always going by your government name or did yeah. you have like an alias? Yeah. Never no. an alias. No, um, I only had an alias when I was younger and I wanted to be a rapper. So no, 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 I was real young. Like I, I like wrote a freestyle to Bossy by Kelly's. And oh, my wow. name was Princess Virgo 94. Mm-hmm. Are you a Virgo? Yeah. And okay. follow-up question was Princess. Otherwise, that'd be yeah. yeah. I was like, I don't was know. Princess Virgo ninety four also your screen name? Uh, it was my MSN. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, back to radio. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Did you yeah. ever like perform? Yeah. No. Okay. Only to my mom. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was no. she impressed? Fake. Fake. Yeah, she was like, yeah. live your my life mom, again. Hip, like, yeah. yeah, she was like, yeah, great. Was like, whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, she. I remember there was this TV show, like a children's BBC, CBBC, and um, she made me call in and like rap to them. And then I won something to like go on and do it. And I just pussied out. I was like, nope. <laughs> you were shy. I was shy. You were shy. I've always been shy. So uh, pirate radio stations do not happen. Um, no, they, they, no. Oh. <laughs> they, they don't really exist anymore. I'd, I'd say on the online space came. So, But for I, you, it didn't happen. No, would be cool. So I, I I started on a station called Radar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we've been there. We have yeah. t-shirts from there. Yeah. You might want to throw them away. Oh, okay. no. Um, Did something bad happen? Oh, <laughs> please. Are we I breaking have, news? I have the tea. No, no. Um, no, keep them if you want. It's fine. But Did Radar, know. like, touch children or something? Oh, wow. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go. Come on. Um, not children. Did not know. <laughs> not children. <laughs> like, um, they had a Me Too moment? Oh, big time. Wow. Yeah. Not great. Not great. Not great. <laughs> but honestly, live your life. If you want to wear that t-shirt, wear the t-shirt. Wow. It's a Did nice t-shirt. It's, but it's, it's, it's the so message that it sends well. is yeah. not great. It's, it's right. so bad because obviously whenever I do like interviews or anything mm. to talk about it, I'm just like, ah, oh, man. Right. Yeah, You're not going to deny it, but if... Oh, no. Because when I was, I, I was there at the Your beginning. friends from New York bring it up. <laughs> I will absolutely yeah. suggest, I would highly recommend never wearing those in Wow. England. Unless you have you heard of Alhan? 
No. no. Okay. Well, there we go. He loves radar. So, <laughs> um, yeah, no, radar was an online station, which I, like I said, I applied to rinse. I, I did, I applied for apprenticeships and like internships at the BBC. Nothing ever came through. And I, uh, I was still writing, but I had really bad anxiety at the time. Um, personally, probably from smoking too much, but, um, I, yeah, my anxiety was terrible. So my friend recommended I DJed like on virtual DJ and like just shifted my focus and like made little mixes. And I always hung out and I loved the party scenes. Like I was always going out and my friends were DJs and we'd be in clubs and they'd kind of, I'd had a few moments where people would turn to me like, what should I play? Like, so I thought I had a knack for crowd reading, mm -hmm. but I wasn't taking it too seriously. Um, and I put out a mix called Wilson for Chipotle Yep, mm -hmm. on uh, SoundCloud. <laughs> and it got maybe like 50,000 plays. And wow. I thought I was the shit. Like yeah. I was like, oh, you were right. Well, because you went you from right. zero to 50,000. And so it's yeah, got to feel like. Quick, yeah. 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 And um, I sent it. So Radar had just launched. And um, I got the email of the guy again. Love emailing. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> I got the email and I sent a link. And I was just like, hey, this is the kind of music I play. Let me know if you ever need a show. That sounds like this and he was like yeah come in like come do like a demo la 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 so i went in um and that's pretty much that's pretty much how i started as a dj because i get there with my laptop and uh we go into the studio and the owner of the station is like cool so do you want to use vinyl cdjs usbs la 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 like all of these fancy and you were just like, I just want to play my SoundCloud yeah. and just press play. <laughs> I just need an aux cord. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, even more offensive <laughs> to him. So he was like, no, the fuck you're not. Uh, download Serato right now. So I had to download Serato. Wow. And um, the songs that I'd analyzed in time were the first show that I did. So uh, every single show, every two weeks, I was live learning how to DJ. Um, and present and do everything. Yeah. It was super DIY. Yeah. Like, the whole station was super DIY. Yes. Yeah. Like, so the, my first guest actually was from New York. Ken, Kenny Rebel. Ken Rebel. Mm, don't yeah. know. Yeah. Ken Rebel, Glenn Brown. The, oh. <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah. two for two with Nick, by yeah. the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Am I impressing you a lot? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. They were my first guests. And then I think the police came uh, because we were being The band? Allowed. Oh, no, no, I mean, that would have been incredible. Can you imagine? Yeah. I feel like I have more pull to do cool stuff like that now. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah, then, yeah. No, not the police, just the real <laughs> police. Um, but yeah, so I was just constantly learning every uh, two weeks. And it's almost like when you have, I don't know, you know what it's like when you find a PlayStation game you really like and then you just spend every single day on it constantly. So the cheat codes. So if you're practicing at home, yeah, headphones or no? Uh, headphones. Okay, because I just wanted to know what I your dad was. Still living was with like. my dad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> still living with my dad. He, do you know what? He got me my first controller because I couldn't afford one. So do you know what? Much respect. He came around. He got me a controller. That's yeah, cool. I'm like yeah. he was very supportive of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He got there. He yeah. Got there. Um, yeah. He posts me on Facebook now. Like he'll be oh, like, good. oh, my daughter's doing this. So <laughs> I think he approves. Um, but yeah, so I started at Radar, which its grassroots are pirate radio mm -hmm. um you know there was nts there was rinse there were all of these online stations that also you know were kind of babies of that they were just online stations and that was what radar was but the difference with radar was 
that there were Me Too allegations. Yeah, <laughs> big, big that, difference. Yeah. But also, I felt like for the first time I had access. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, like it was a nice building. Like it was, it was yeah. obviously funded by somebody big. Sure. Um, yep. Well, again, <laughs> just Google. Just Google. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Google's your just, friend. Just go on Google. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you will find everything. Hey guys, it's Jeff from the podcast here, and I have an important message, which is the phone call is coming from inside the house. Oh my god. Oh my god. Is it still scary, by the way? No. Okay. <laughs> was it scary in 1996? I don't think so. All right. Did you know it was coming? Uh, no. Do we interrupt the podcast to talk about this movie? <laughs> Guys, Scream is on Netflix right now. Go check it out. It's, uh, it's really meta. Oh, yeah. Is it? Yeah. The whole thing is about how horror movies are supposed to be like this, and then it sort of flips the convention. Yeah. I, I Sorry. Just... Spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't <laughs> seen Scream. I thought I was the last one. <laughs> I haven't seen Scream. <laughs> Well, we're about to watch it right, All right now. All right. Oh, yeah, we have an ad to do. Yeah, go okay. Ahead, go ahead. Uh, we have uh, t-shirts for sale. Thanks. Yeah. T-shirts are on sale. Brand new t-shirts. We have the Not For Real For Real ones. We have your third favorite podcast ones. We have It's The Real Airlines ones. They're all dope. They're all uh, designed by us, produced by us, and available at itsthereal.com slash shop. Yes, if you want to support this podcast, go buy a t-shirt today. Go to itsthereal.com slash shop. And now back to Tiffany. When's the first time you actually go out and are playing in public? Oh, man. Um, well, I tried. So I, tr- <laughs> I tried to convince people to let me DJ. But just like New York, I think places can be quite cliquey. Mm-hmm. And um, nobody would really take me that seriously. So I threw my own party. Um, that's the put, best way. Yeah, I, that's how Tiffany Cavern Friends started. So... I got this very small closet-sized venue in Dalston, and um, I booked some. I booked Sango for the first time. Wow! Yeah, and I had him. Sango? Okay. Yeah. yeah I Sango. <laughs> three for three. Yeah. Um, Sango was there. <clears throat> Little Sims came and performed. Like it was ridiculous, but it really set the bar for what Tiffany Calvin Friends is now, which is literally that. Yeah. Um, uh, no pressure though or anything. Now that like Drake did the whole "Can I bring a friend out?" thing, I feel right. like the friends have to yeah somehow be really cool <laughs> now. Maybe the police next time. That'd be that'd yeah. be pretty great. Um, but yeah, so that was that was how it started because no one would put me on, so I had to just kind of like put myself on. And um, and how did you spread the word? My pie was really good. Yeah. So it went kind of everywhere, and everyone was like, "Oh, Tiff DJs." Okay. <laughs> and uh, I just keep doing it and then networking again, like meeting people, going to parties, offering to do it for free. I spent so many, so many nights um, DJing for absolutely nothing and then taking three night buses home oh my God. Uh, for a very long time. How long would your set be? Uh, my sets would probably range from anything from an hour to five hours. Um, and the five hour gigs would pay maybe like a hundred pounds. Oh my God. And I would think that was incredible. Cause I was like retail. Sure. Yeah. You're getting paid for what, seven pounds an hour, eight pounds an hour. Yeah. So to get a hundred pounds for five, I was like, hmm, <laughs> okay, like, cool. In hindsight, I was an idiot. Right, right, right. If anything, I, I appreciate it because I think it really proved to me how much I wanted it because I would literally put myself in the most dangerous situations. Like three night buses home as a, as a young girl, on the top of a top decker bus and like there's a guy smoking crack on there and it's just like i'm like texting my mom like um yeah hey You're like this is where i'm at yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. you know so, like yeah. in life um yeah like but you, you really 
I really was willing to do anything, like anything, just to do it. Yeah. It, but then like isn't it just no... a, like the money was so, sort of like second? Yeah. Like, well, it wasn't anything. Yeah, but so. I mean, but like obviously you weren't in it for the money. No. Like it was just like I want the experience yeah. and like even when you were riding those double decker buses going mm. home and you're like this is pretty grim. Yeah. You I were, love you were probably like, also just like looking just out the window and being ones. like wow like i feel really good about yeah. this whole thing yeah because um for and probably still now but for a really long time it's it's the challenge of trying to prove yourself mm -hmm. to people so i used to really enjoy there's always such like a i don't know like a stigma uh and i hate talking about being a woman in a male-dominated industry mm -hmm. and all of that stuff i absolutely hate talking about it but there is yeah. And when you first start out, there is definitely this whole like, oh, okay, here we go situation. So I used to really love getting up there and just playing knock a few buck. And mm -hmm. then everyone being like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, so that's that was my thing. I, I liked making people kind of be like, who is that? Like, wow, she's sick. Yeah. Um, and that's that's it. I really fell in love with that. Were there any moments where you thought this is not going where I wanted to go mm. and maybe like I, I would be better served not yeah. doing this. Um, no, no, because at that point I would literally done everything. And I was like, this is the one thing that I would do for free. This is the one thing I would do three night buses home every single night. Yeah. And just do it. And I love it. And it's going to grow and it's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Lots of DJs like to pull out like one song or one like, not ironic song, but something that is just like, oh, no one's ever expecting this. Yeah. What track was that for you? Oh, man. Oh, man. What <laughs> track was that for me? Mm, do you know what? One thing with me is I love reading crowds. Mm -hmm. So I always compromise. There's always a bit for them. There's always a bit for me. But usually we meet somewhere in the middle and it's yeah. fine. So I'd always do weird songs, especially in the beginning. I was way more like aloof. For sure. um, <laughs> the I'm not like... DuckTales theme. Like, you yeah. know, like just something... <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, play way I've left. played some... I've played some really strange things. Uh, there was uh, this song when we were kids called like Gash by the Hour by New Brand Flex, which like only a certain caliber of people would know. No, nothing, that's nothing. a London thing. It's fine. <laughs> uh, still like three to four, you know, like I'm still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, it's a know, good percentage. Yeah. I you got to win him back. I loved playing really like, do you know, you know, Jinx? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Jinx said something to me and it made sense where he was just like, you're the DJ that people that like music like, <laughs> because my weird things would be songs that like only someone that really liked music would know, but it would yeah. be a fire song. But yeah. Yeah. It's somebody who's actually, like so tapped into the yeah. blog scene that you grew up on. Yeah. Like if you were, uh, you know, going to two dope boys and all that, like, it's yeah. like, Oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like OJ, so the juice man or something yo, like that. Yeah. Yeah. The East side boys. Oh, yeah. yeah. Little John in, in London. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Everyone would be like, Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> um, you know, the typical, like I threw, I used to throw in like the killers sometimes mm -hmm. um i once threw in a lauren hill song and i remember actually i had tonsillitis at the time and i was still djing see Jesus. doing anything yeah Yo. uh s sweating through my set <laughs> right and uh gigs was there and <laughs> i remember him coming up to me and i was like shitting myself i was like <laughs> oh my god he doesn't want me to. i didn't know him at the time so i, I was like 
oh my god he doesn't want me to play this song uh, what am I going to do what am I going to do transition transition and like he came over and he was like don't skip it and like he he loves Lauren Hill but that's, um yeah yeah that's, that's a awesome memory. so things yeah. I've learned today yeah Dr. Dre loves cookies yeah yeah Kicks Kicks loves Lauren Hill. Hill. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, yeah, but yeah, just weird things. The Killers. I used to throw in a lot of the Killers. Mr. Brightside. Yeah, that was one. Um, weird, just weird, like weird, weird things. So the city gets to know you mm. as a DJ now. Yeah, and now that you have like cool live events, mm. when does radio call and like want to get you behind the decks? So. I was still doing radar, which also helped a lot because people were tuning into my show and uh, I kind of grew a bit of a following because my show is so strange. So like <laughs> I- What did I, you call your show? No, it was just, again, it was just, ugh, I'm not creative with that yeah. stuff. Princess Virgo was far gone. Yeah, was yeah, 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 yeah. Now she's a queen. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> queen Virgo. Um, so queen Olive Garden. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'd play like everything. I, I loved everything within you know the the hip hop umbrella, and as you know, it's so so wide. Yeah, yeah. that um, I'd be playing the strangest shit together, the, uh, right? And grime instrumentals over stuff. Like I, I have a lot of. Uh, I remember there was um, stilettos by Crime Mob. Stilettos, yep. yeah. Pumps in, in the yeah. club, yeah. And I'd like take that, and I'd take Lewisham McDee's from Novelist, and like use the like it's a very grimy instrumental and like mix the two and that kind of became my thing like mixing strange things together like young thug into like some old school like 140 bpm stupid weird thing and then maybe putting lunas in there because i loved lunas and hudson mohawk and like that that sound yeah. as well um yeah so it was just a jumble of things and soundcloud was really popping at the time so loads of edits and my show kind of became cool yeah ish did any like djs reach out to you to be like yo mm. we like what we hear from you yeah eventually yeah <laughs> <laughs> eventually that was the one great thing about radar uh a lot of us now met there so like even aj tracy yeah like, mm -hmm. i knew him from radar he would be there doing ciphers so he'd be there doing all you know all of there's like literally it smells of bo so <laughs> bad in the room because there's like 20 guys all in puffer jackets nobody wants to take their jacket off i don't know why they want, don't want to take their jacket off man's not hot literally not <laughs> hot at all it's a real thing it's a real thing really it's yeah. a real thing and uh it's just me in there not yeah. taking their jacket off rapping mm -hmm. and um he was there, like, so AJ was there, Novelist would come through, Skepta came through, uh, Jammer was there all the time. Um, so it was a great networking pool of just people that genuinely were, and it was the first time I met a community of people that just really liked music, didn't really give a fuck about anything else. That's so dope. Um, so everyone was just kind of like jamming, people would stay for my show, I'd stay for people's show. We'd do quick, like, back-to-backs, that's how I learned to like collaborate and do cool stuff like that. We'd exchange so like, so that was my introductory point to, you know, making friends within the music game, I guess. Yeah. And then um, presenting also and interviewing. Where's yeah. the, um, where's the wildest place that you got invited to play? <sighs> <laughs> um, <laughs> do I? Yes. Say? <laughs> okay. Larry um, Jackson's nacho party. Yeah, I know, yeah. No, no. That would have, that would have been fine. I'm, I'm more so thinking, I don't know if I can tell this story. Okay. Let me think. Hold on. <laughs> I can tell this story. Okay, I cool. absolutely can Thank tell God. this story. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, okay. So, my friend asked me to cover 
a DJ set for her. And actually, yeah, I'm just gonna tell the story. So if you've ever seen my boiler room set, um, well, anyway, we'll get there. So yeah, um, I had a boiler room that day, but she'd asked me to cover her set and she was like, it's like 300 pounds. I was like, yeah, of course I'll be there. Send me the address. I pull up, it's literally like a warehouse and there's like a man stood outside and I was like, hey, and he's like, are you Tiffany? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, okay, come in. So like I go in and it's like this quite extravagant warehouse and we go down the stairs and the further we go down the stairs, the more it starts to smell like weed. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> so I'm going down the stairs and um, it's literally the most beautiful, like, uh, like have, if you've ever seen Bugsy Malone, the film, like it was that kind of vibe, like beautiful place that I believed now was being used as maybe like a weed convention. Got it. Situation. <laughs> uh, and I don't, I don't, I don't smoke weed and I'd quit smoking weed. So right. the anxiety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'd quit. So I had the worst tolerance ever. Um, and I get there and I'm supposed to be DJing to this weed community of people who are just smoking inside and everything's very not legal. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. So I'm setting up my stuff. Um, and I remember knowing I was really high because I'm trying to plug in my computer <laughs> and I keep like missing it. Like I keep missing <laughs> the thing. So I'm just like trying to poke it for time. I'm like, why is this going in? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I was so stoned. Like, and that's at the outset of this thing. Yeah. yeah. Like that's like right when you got there. Yeah. yeah. Like before I'd started playing. <laughs> yeah. And then I would just play the strangest like stoner brooms right. um, for a couple hours. And they gave me a goodie box. Um, <laughs> so I went in the goodie box. I was like, oh, thank you so much. Uh, hi. I'm very high at this yeah. point. So I opened the goodie box and there's all of this paraphernalia in there, which I'm not going to use. Mm -hmm. uh, but there were two cupcakes and I was hungry. Mm. So I ate the two cupcakes. Well, <laughs> let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they, they weren't just cupcakes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. there were two of them. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Two whole cupcakes. Two whole This is the cupcakes. same day as your as my boiler room. Set? So I eat the cupcakes. I'm like, thank you. Bye. bye. Yeah. <laughs> I get in a cab to boiler room and this yeah this is my first boiler room i'm very nervous uh i get there i set up and i just remember i feel like edibles because that's what i got tricked into eating right um i feel like edibles take a while to kick in so yes um i'd set up i'm ready to go i start djing the world spins <laughs> like the world span <laughs> and i was and I, also it's not just a boiler room i have a camera on my head and yeah. I have a camera on my wrist <laughs> so I'm freaking out already um I was so high how high were you like call an ambulance I need to go to the hospital <laughs> yeah kind of high yeah trying to hold it together but you know like when you're really high and you're panicking so you're talking to yourself internally <laughs> so I'm having this whole conversation with myself inside trying to mix at the same time getting so distracted <laughs> my jacket's like switching the crossfader off so there's no music for like five <laughs> seconds and I don't know this is happening so I'm like oops and like putting it back this is my boiler room debut like and it's on the internet still they removed all my other really good ones oh like, my god that one's still there I don't know why that one um and yeah so that was probably the weirdest place I've DJed and the worst thing. But I, you know what? It taught me how to handle a panic attack sure, in yeah. a situation. Um, and yeah, man, <laughs> don't do edibles. <laughs> yeah. So 
who are you in the city now? Like, do you feel like you're at a point there where like you're taken seriously, where mm, like you can like yeah. do whatever you want at that point? Um, no. Okay. I'm still proving myself. You're hungry. I'm hungry as hell. That's why I ate two cookies. I don't. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I'm had about 300 pounds yeah. of weed in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Boiler Room was in, like, to me, I've watched so many Boiler Rooms. It was like such a thing. And I absolutely fucked up. But it's fine. Um, well, did anybody say anything to you afterwards? Nobody knew. Even, even to this day, people will bring it up and be like, oh, I love your Boiler Room. And I'm like, really? Yeah. You have no idea. You have no If you think that's... Good, you're gonna really like. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, not. we've dealt with that a lot too. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. people are like, "Oh, I love this thing," and it's just like, really? Yeah, that's just the opposite of what I would have thought. Like yeah. that was not our experience. Yeah, people like actually enjoy it, and I'm like, that is the worst thing I've ever done. But thank you. But um, but how did you see? Did you have representation at that point? How did you see a path my toward? Were, my friends were my quote unquote managers. Sure. So like you know when you have like a fake a fake email address for yeah. a manager. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of was doing that for a bit. And then um, I had a manager from the States. He was from the States. And um, that didn't really work out because he wasn't there. Um, was it? It was. No, I tried. I tried. I tried a few management situations um, and it just didn't really feel right. So my friends went back to kind of help me out for a bit. Um, if anything, I think all of, I was quite lucky in the sense that my, my thing was that I wanted to make sure I was everywhere enough that people were curious. So, um, I made sure my name was on every single flyer. I would literally DJ for nothing again, because it was so important that my name was everywhere that people would, even if you don't know who I am, if someone said my name, they'd be like, oh, I've heard of her. Princess yeah. Virgo 94. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Queen Olive God. Yeah. So, um, that was my thing. So my friends were just kind of helping me when people would reach out because they'd be like, oh, I've heard of you, like, la, la, la. Or it was a lot of word of mouth of like, and that's kind of how I gained, I guess, a little bit of street cred, mm -hmm. uh, DJ cred. Um, and then I, yeah, I'd left the management situation. I just started DJing for Fredo. Um, because we actually, we ended up working together, bearing in mind he did not want me to be his DJ at all. His man, it was his manager's vision. His manager was like, this is a really sick female DJ. You're a really sick, but quite thuggish rapper. Let's put you two together. It'll be great. By the way, you're just a dope DJ. You don't have to yeah. be a dope female DJ. Yeah, yeah, just, thank, you. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. Uh, thank that, you. That yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's my dope impression. Yeah. Thank you. With an F. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fair That's enough. That's proper East London. That's, yeah, <laughs> real, really East. Um, yeah, so we started working together because, again, I met him in Nando's mm -hmm. and uh, we bonded <laughs> over G Herbo. Mm. And that's when he was like, okay, yeah, she can be my DJ. <laughs> so uh, I was DJing for Fredo and then his manager basically became my manager just because I needed the help. Sure. And I had no idea what I was doing. Um, I just got my first booking agent. Like everything was starting to kind of kick off for me, but it was still kind of like, oh, what's <laughs> going on? So, yeah. So you would travel a little bit. Mm -hmm. You would move around. Yeah. Your name is still good. It's all right. When does when does radio really start calling? Um, I was on NTS, so I was on a another online station called NTS. Um, 
like my dream slot, which was after my favorite DJ Martello. And then I'd go on after him and just absolutely play this, again, the strangest music yeah. ever, because that's the one thing I love about online radio. You can do whatever you want. Um, you can really express yourself and just be as weird and wild as you want because n you literally can play whatever you want. Nobody's yeah. gonna tell you anything. Uh, and they still don't, but yeah. yeah. Um, so that's where it started and I got poached <laughs> from there to go to my first national radio station, which was a station called Kiss. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they, they took me from there and I did maybe like my show was only 60 minutes, um, but it was on national radio. And to me, it, it was so important that I made that jump, even though I didn't necessarily feel like it was who I was to like just play the bangers for 60 minutes. Sure. But I got to learn. So I learned how to talk, how to play to the national audience they're listening around the entire country. Um, I learned loads of stuff. I learned the boards. I learned how to speak like a presenter. <laughs> I learned so much stuff. And um, I had a really incredible producer called Mira. She's now at Apple. And um, she really just mentored me into kind of understanding who I wanted to be as a radio host. So yeah. I did that for a while. And um, while I was, I think I was at Kiss for maybe like eight months and Radio One called. So when, when you get that phone call, yeah, like what's going through your head? Joe, you know, it was a DM. You know how we're talking about, <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, right. talking about don't DM, yeah, don't never, DM. Never. It was actually a DM. Um, yeah. Did they just not know how to get in touch with you? Or? <laughs> no, so um, I, me and uh, Was it Mark a 16-year-old like boy? <laughs> yeah. You what? No, no. <laughs> um, no, so Mark Stripple, who's head of One Extra, he followed me on Twitter time ago. And I followed him back and I was like, oh my God, he follows me. Nothing happened, just left him there. Um, but that's the thing. That's the one incredible thing. I can, we can downplay social media as much as we want. It's so important yeah. because he was watching me the whole time. Right. That was crazy. He's watching a lot of people the whole time. Yeah, right. but he respected. It's, right. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's, it's not a radar situation. Yeah, yeah. No, no, <laughs> he was following your career. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he DM'd me some, there were changes happening at the BBC. Everyone could see it. Semtex had left. Mm -hmm. Charlie Sloth was like on his way out. He mm -hmm. was leaving mm -hmm. and um, they were, everyone was kind of, literally like everyone in my scene was kind of like oh who's it gonna be like so nervous and i did have a moment where i was just like i was quite sad i was just like i'm at kiss so they can't have me that's <laughs> sad like i'm gonna miss this opportunity and then i got this dm and he was like hey it's mark been watching what you're doing would love would love to get a coffee and honestly the way i replied to that was like your crush texting you and if okay you guys might not be able to maybe you do i don't know what boys do and their <laughs> crushes text them but like <laughs> where you text all your friends you're like how do i reply what do i say <laughs> i don't know uh, so like obviously i just want to be like yes 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 i was like hello mark like <laughs> hi nice to hear from you like trying to be so like lol blase yeah. and mm -hmm. like profesh so i was just like yeah i would love to and he's like how about tomorrow and i was like whoa <laughs> okay so this is moving a little fast very fast yeah. <laughs> um so we met uh we actually met my manager's office uh, my old manager at, at the time dion and um we're at the office and he's just having a chat he's just kind of like just having a chat literally about life and you know when you're just waiting it's just like just yeah. get to it <laughs> yeah. like what is it what do you want um and he's just like literally after 20 minutes of just talking about because basically my old manager used to be a rapper as well and it was like his time so they were having this whole 
throwback moment and I'm literally sat there like, hello. I'm also here <laughs> yeah. for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where's the coffee yeah. uh, that you promised? So <laughs> uh, we got there eventually. So he's done like flirting with my manager. I'm joking. <laughs> they were flying. Don't fight me. Um, and he's like, yeah, so we're looking for new talent. Uh, do you want to come and do a pilot? And I was like, yeah. And again, I absolutely thought I blew the pilot. Really? Yeah, because who I am, again, I'm shy, as I keep saying. Yeah. Um, To have a Saturday night show, bearing in mind, let's look at the two people that had it before, Tim Westwood, Charlie Sloth. Tim Westwood, absolute legend. We we all know, Bad Ankh is the Ring, Baby, (laughs) massive personality, (laughs) legend. I listened to him with my sheep when I was young, you know, like dipset crumping in my weird squiggly ikea mirror like. where do you watch uh tim westwood videos youtube.com YouTube. <laughs> forward slash tim westwood tv yeah gold that's gonna be me next year um princess Margot and um so we had tim and then there was charlie and charlie's whole thing was you know he's a personality too and he's a character and there's this whole thing and this brand around them and I'm literally 24 and nerdy and strange and shy. So when they're like, cool, Saturday night slot, go. And I'm just like, hi, yeah. <laughs> it's Saturday night. Ooh. Like, you know, playing like Meek Mill and all of this stuff and like the music's there, but me personally, I'm so out of my comfort zone, but I wanted the show so bad, I really tried. And there's so many things, like when you do national radio, so there are so many boards and so many twisty things and <laughs> things you have to put up and down to talk and do all of this stuff. So I'm literally trying to learn. And there's a clock you have to look at and somebody's shouting at you like, oh, do this, blah, blah, blah. Oh, talk about this. Can we, and it's just, it was too much. And I absolutely thought I blew it. And I was like, man, that was my shot. And in my head, I was like, cool. If I've blown that, I'm going to have to wait like 10 to 20 years for it to come back around. So... But at the time, I also didn't know what show it was for. I didn't know if it was the Friday night with, um, they said, they were like, do the pilot like it's Saturday night. But they were like, we don't know what show it's for. So I thought they might've just given me like a grave shift slot. Like, you know, the usual story of like, sure. you start doing the 4 a.m. slot and then you <laughs> move up or you're someone's producer and you, yeah. then you move up. But that didn't happen to me. Like I, I did a very strange pilot and they saw something in me, which I think, it's pretty much the, the common theme with everything. I would I'd never say, I feel like I'm the best at something. I feel like I have the potential to be the best, but that's what people see in me and believe in and that's what's got me here. Yeah. Because I'm literally a baby in this, in this game. I'm not Tim, I'm not Charlie, but I think they saw something in what I was doing and they were like, cool, it's time for a change. And um, I, remember him, I remember him giving us the news and he was like, yeah, we'd like to give you the show. Again, a whole 20 minutes of him just <laughs> flying with Dion. And I'm just like, fuck, man, like, did I get it or not? And I'm wired because I don't wake up in the morning. And he wanted to be at like nine in the morning. I've drank three coffees. I'm shaking. <laughs> so everywhere. And um, he's just like, yeah, so we'd love to uh, we'd love to give you the the Saturday night show just like that, and I my mouth just dropped, and I was trying to be so cool, yeah. and I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> and uh, I remember as soon as he left, I literally cartwheeled around, cartwheeled, landed into a cry. You wow, know? it was it was a it was wow. a nice little routine. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah. Wow. <laughs> and I got the show. And I just remember, because I remember talking to my friends about it and being like, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what he wants. What do you think it is? Oh, this is so mysterious. Love. And then to actually have someone say that to you and then it's actually happening. It's like, whoa. And um, yeah, I just lost it. Yeah. How long did that feeling last for you? I think I still have it a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's strange. It's strange getting used to going into a building that you used to like walk past on your way to fucking fold clothes in the changing room <laughs> yeah. and just look at it and be like, how do I get in there? Or like, how do I even just be friends with someone so I can just stand in there and just look at like Benji B and Semtex <laughs> and be like, you guys are great. Uh, and Annie Mac. Like, we, went in, we went in that building uh, one time, Semtex had us on yeah. to guest on his show. Yeah. And being in that studio is kind of overwhelming. Yeah. The cameras you that are on I there. Mean, all the, yeah. All the oh, yeah. Things yeah. that you have to. It's like being in a spaceship. Like it that is. is like a yeah. real. The colors, real everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's like beyond a real studio. Yeah. Like my color's red, by the way. Oh, dope. Yeah. Your color so is put, loco. Just yeah, for the yeah, for the loco. record. Yeah. My color's loco. Every Saturday night, I put the mm -hmm. the loco color on, and that's the energy I give. That's on my show. that's wild. I think Benji's blue. Yeah. Who is the most like? fun drop that you like to play for yourself my most fun drop that i have would be jimmy ivin jimmy <laughs> ivin playlist is pretty good um my favorite drop is either drake saying in his he does like this barry white voice because <laughs> again the microphones are so incredible at the bbc yeah. yes. even he was like why do i sound like an r&b singer because like, you are an r&b yeah, singer yeah. um but he's just like the queen of opera radio like taking the piss yeah mm -hmm. but that one's one of my favorites and I, I like weird ones little baby i had him on and his drop for me Bearing in mind, I'd just like to clarify, he said my name right so many times in the interview. <laughs> and then when it gets to the drop, he's like, wah, 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 see boy, little baby. And you locked into the one extra rap show with Tiffany Calvo. Mm. So I play it still. And then <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, me and little baby, like I said, we go way back. Yeah. And then yeah. I'll like, go into something. Um, but I like funny things. But I think that's that's my character or yeah. my personality, which is me. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't know if people were going to like it or not like it. At first, I was like, am I going to have to absolutely yeah, change up change who, I am, who I am and do all this stuff? Be like a harder edge sort of like. Yeah. You know, yeah. like just look really cool all the time and press loads of glass smashes <laughs> and stuff. Um, but I, I, I press the glass smash button. Oh, that's dope. That's the one thing I changed about myself. Yeah. I like sound effects. Yeah. Like, yeah. On radio. I understand it. Whereas before I'd be like, ew. Yeah. But now. <laughs> I understand it. Um, I feel like we need more sound effects on our thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do. Like yeah, Joe Budden, like, yeah, has Harry his ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. my favorite. Yeah. yeah. New, 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 After this, we'll play you what we did for the, we had Parks on the podcast. We've had all of them on the podcast. Yeah. But our Parks episode, we did a Joe Budden intro for that. And yeah. it's just like picture perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, do your parents tune in every time? Yeah. Do they have critiques? Yeah. Uh, my, I don't know if my dad does. I think I think he's over it now. Like he'll <laughs> tune in sometimes, but he's the cool one. Yeah. So my mom is not the cool one and texts me every single week. Yep. It's so cute. Yeah. yeah. Um, she'll text me and be like, yeah, la la la. Or like, she's like, oh, real throwback. Like, <laughs> so I'll like shout her out. Like I, I do this thing where I kind of embarrass my mom every time. Like I'll play a little Kim song and I'll be like, 
Yeah, I'm just listening to the lyrics now, and I know you're listening now. <laughs> I used to play this when I was a child, and I don't know how I feel about it. And I like put it back up. So I do like weird things like That's that. That's dope. Um, or like my best friend will come to the studio, and she'll be texting me from downstairs, being like, "Bitch, come get me!" Or like, a, I'll be like, "Goldie, I know you can hear this in reception. But I'm doing a radio show, and someone's coming to get you." Like, so I don't, I don't take my show too seriously or myself too seriously, um, but. I don't know. I'm still a baby. I'm still learning. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Tiffany yeah. Calva. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Drake played how many shows in a row at the O2? Oh my eight? God, I don't even know anymore. It's a I lot. Think, I think eight. I think we did seven or eight. Yeah. yeah. And by it we, was, it, was be it was you too. It was me. Which yeah. was really dope because we got to see that from this side. Yeah. And oh, yeah. the announcement was awesome, but yeah. also... Every time... I didn't know he was doing that, by the way. <laughs> like, I woke up in the morning and I saw um, Champagne Papi tagged you in a post. And then my phone broke, like, literally broke. Right. And I, Because we'd had a conversation where he was like, um, do you want to op open one of the shows? And I was like, yeah, okay. Thinking like, yeah, okay, sure, that's going to happen. And then that was it. And then I was just like, oh, do you want me to open London? He was like, oh, you can do Europe if you... He's so blasé. Again, DMs, texts. Barry all White. Of these, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of these like life-changing moments for me happen in the strangest ways. So he's just like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll just take you for Europe. I was like, okay. <laughs> Thinking again, he's absolutely not going to do that. And then I get tagged in the fly and I was like, he absolutely is going to yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that's how I found out I was going on tour. So you didn't like... Was your schedule cleared? What, for tour? No. It was then. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, I know that, like, but, but did you have, like, any, like, conflicts before that where you yeah. were just like, oh, like, I have to go to the dentist or something? Yeah. Um, no, not the dentist. <laughs> I'm trying to think. There were, there were some conflicts, but, I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, there's yeah. no conflicts. All of a yeah. sudden. Yeah. I'm going to take that flight to L.A. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. really going to, like, make this happen. Yeah. So, um, but playing all those nights in a row in... With a chest infection. With a chest, with a chest infection. infection. Yeah. And it's, yeah. and it's, you know, for all intents and purposes, your hometown. Mm -hmm. That's got to be just like super Wild. trippy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. London for me, I think we were all looking forward to London almost the most because of what we had planned for it. So that was what we were looking forward to. I loved Birmingham because that was the venue I would sneak to and like watch yeah. gigs and then sit at McDonald's and wait to come yeah. home. Like, that was that venue. So for me... Gig's the artist, not gig's no, the gig's. No. <laughs> Sorry, uh, But also, I mean, both work. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. guess, right? Yeah. Okay. Gig's, was gig's in Birmingham? Yeah, he was, so it works. Yeah, um, thank God. <laughs> yeah. But um, I think Birmingham for me was my highlight because both of my grandmas were there. Wow. Uh, I call them Nandem when they're together instead of Nandem. <laughs> and they, you know, they met Drake and my nan's like, you know, can I have a hug? And like, just <laughs> hugging him and asking for Are pictures. Are there pictures? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, That's really great. Yeah, I might, I might post one one day. She, she actually asked him for a printout high-res photo that he'll sign and we had to explain to her that he's not like steven seagal like <laughs> 2019 people don't do that but like at pizza photo. places yeah yeah, 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 yeah. she now has like a badge that she wears on everything like a pin mm -hmm. of like a cartoon drake and i just think it's very <laughs> cute um but no birmingham was was a highlight for me because my whole family came yeah and um you know, my na my nans had never been to a concert before. That was their first concert, and you know, my name's up there, and they're just like, "That's my granddaughter." And well, all yeah. Did stuff. they have an understanding, yeah, of what you were going to be doing? Again, I'm sure they've tuned into my radio show right. and stuff, and I'm, I'm 
you know, they always say they're really proud of me, but they've never seen me DJ before. Yeah. So, you know, I'm up there being like, mix up now. <laughs> like doing all of this stuff. Can I bring Vanilla? And um, yeah, they were just super proud. They were so proud and emotional. I think it didn't help that they drank my entire rider of tequila <laughs> mm. and it was just a wild night you're saying did not help or did it did not help <laughs> at all i remember at one point my grandma so when we were in birmingham the dressing rooms were a bit different so they weren't um as separated so were, like curtains that would separate like me from baka and tori and everyone and my grandma opened the little velcro <laughs> curtain and just poked her head in at baka's uh, <laughs> dressing room and was just looking at them all like this and i had to be like stop it (laughs) I could just hear someone like yo who's this oh my god kill me now kill me now Um, Birmingham was good London was incredible because um, do you know what it it was all incredible but London was incredible because he he trusted my ear a lot Mm. and we worked together on programming all of the artists that came out but especially London because it was such a moment so uh we literally sat down and we were like, so this night's going to be this. It, it kind of felt like, you know, when you go on like an all-inclusive holiday and one night's like <laughs> spaghetti night and then this night. So we'd have like Afrobeats night. And right. Like, this is when we're going to do Afrobeat and do this and do this and do this. And then seeing everything come to life. It's, it's so weird. When I look back at it, it's more surreal than in the moment because when it's happening it's just like oh shit cool right uh the or like this is my job and yeah, like yeah. okay cool we have to program i it was like just this. Yeah. too nervous to like really take anything in um the only the only time i really could not contain myself was um when we managed to make jay huss happen that was uh that that's was a big fun. moment because yeah. it was an like it was an idea like we were sat down and he he'd been like oh when, when's jay huss out and i was like i feel like it's soon but i'm not sure so I'd called uh, his managers and I was just like, when's he out again? And it was in time for our London shows. And uh, it literally was just like, oh, can he come out this day? Yeah, okay, cool. Kept it a secret. Um, and then, you know, Drake and them, they would be talking and, and organizing everything. And uh, yeah, just keeping that secret and that surprise. And then just him coming out and the entire place like oh i'm getting like emotional things yeah. right now yeah like the entire place like lights going up and screaming like i've never heard anything like it i cried like a baby and i didn't i didn't i don't cry like i'm yeah. not crying yeah ap- apart from i'm getting emotional yeah, yeah, but yeah like yeah. um yeah he came out i was literally you know when your lip like wobbles like mm-hmm. i was like <laughs> oh my god to my friend. bearing in mind i've known this entire time yeah right. know like this happening. is not a surprise to yeah. you you made the call <laughs> yeah, yeah i you know i played it i played a hand in this yeah but no there was just nothing like that's it. beautiful and, and even just giving being able to give drake that moment and being able to give Huss that moment together just knowing like i played a little part in that like a very small part you're that little girl from four hours away <laughs> yeah. like that's yeah, but it's so, so weird. What did you think the first time you saw that car fly? Um, I didn't realize it was a balloon. Yeah. <laughs> so like my friend was like, you know, you can like hold it and take funny pictures. Yeah. And I was like, what? The it's little fan. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a balloon. I was like, oh. So I, was, I have so many pictures of me like pretending to hold it. Like, one hand, like, um, but no, the, the car, yellow Ferrari, like Pikachu. Yeah. Yeah, man, that was, that was good. Uh, I loved the dancers too. They taught me the routine to, um, in my feelings. Um, still don't really have it on lock. But um, no, it was, just, it was an absolutely incredible moment and to have happened so soon. Sometimes I wish it would happen later so mm-hmm. that I was definitely in my, in my like 
DJ bag, like in my personality bag and my knowing who I am as, as a brand and as anything and being able to go on that stage and kind of be But don't something. you think that that like sort of helped you get to that thing? Yeah, I do now. But at that time, but I was you just like, want I the hate order how to be, shy I am. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hate how shy I am. Like me, me and Jake would talk about it. The first um, Manchester show. Oh my God. I've never used in-ears before. I'm such oh, yeah. a baby to all of this. <laughs> I had in-ears. Yeah. My in-ears were not working with the CDJs. So I can't hear what I'm doing. Right. I can't hear anything that's happening. And of course it's an arena. I don't have a booth monitor. So the music's delayed. So when it's going out, it's like three <laughs> seconds late. So I literally am mixing like, a washing machine like it's <laughs> so bad and i can just hear drake sound checking <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. did you check, think check, you were having check, a check. stroke honestly yeah. i didn't know what yeah. was i could just say yeah check 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 and i was like kill me now um so ah oh, man i was just i was so nervous that i was one gonna disappoint him and like the whole camp who have really like given me such an incredible opportunity in the first place and i know like i know it's because uh, Oliver I'd worked with OVO in the past and Oliver really, you know, respected my ear and kind of told everyone about me. And then he, Drake saw me DJ in Toronto and like, you know, so having people that you've always looked up to and like respect kind of giving you an opportunity, you don't want to let them down. And then that show was so bad. My part was so bad. Um, I was just, the, the rest of the time I was so scared. Obviously you feel like it's bad. Yeah. No, no, no. We but all did you, knew it was okay. bad. <laughs> no, no, no. We I didn't know if it was, it was like internalized, just no, like, was, and was, then everybody says it's fine. Or like when you did the the sort of like test for it was it was best basically like the first show was a test run. Yeah, and uh, I failed <laughs> miserably. But um, it really. It, do you know what? I loved the fact I literally had to force myself to like just do it. Like yeah. I was mm -hmm. like, you have to like you have to talk. You have to do this. You have you can't be on a tour like this and be yeah. a shy well, girl and like 40 came no, it's in time to get gutsy yeah mm. we were um and before you get to the the 40 story mm. we were just watching an interview with bill Hader. yeah and bill Hader has like awful anxiety yeah and so he would say for live television yeah. and he would say like that screwing up mm. like even when he was on like snl like he would mess up a line or do it differently than than what the cue card said yeah just so that it was like, okay, even if that doesn't go the way it's supposed to go, like everything will still be fine. Yeah. Do you think that you screwing up that first show helped mm. you down yeah. the line? Oh, hundred percent. And tequila. Yeah. And <laughs> definitely tequila. A lot of tequila. Um, yeah, Is that 100%. yours and Drake's drink? No. <laughs> Dra what's Drake's drink? The, do you know what? I don't even know. Oh, Drake, whiskey, right? Drake's drink, he likes his own champagne a lot mm -hmm. he really was there was a lot of that on the tour um he is champagne poppy he is champagne pop and now i get it yeah. like i didn't really understand before but there was a lot there's a lot of that not before he tagged you in the picture <laughs> yeah um and white wine spritzes there are a lot of those mm -hmm. yeah and imagine you were fruit. just like orange juice <laughs> can yeah. you imagine <laughs> no i i learned about putting passion fruit in drinks on that tour hmm. makes it real fancy but oh. Nowhere does it. Like I remember texting him once um, on one of the days off being like, wow, I just tried to order a spritzer and everyone thinks I'm crazy yeah. and it tastes disgusting. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> so no thanks. nothing's the same. Yeah. Uh, nothing, nothing was, was the same. The same. Nothing That's right. Yeah. The same yeah. Without, without him ordering <laughs> it for me. Um, but yeah. You were going to tell a story about 40. Yeah. And I interrupted you. Um, that was the really nice thing about Tool because I was so shook and like so scared of 
messing up and ruining it for everyone but they were so keen and supportive to like push me so in a, in a nice way yeah <laughs> so like, i remember 40 coming into my dressing room i think we were in invited Paris. Yeah, yeah, just knock the door. Well, like, I mean, like, you know, your nan yeah, will go out yeah, and just, just open up. The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he has the right to do that, if anything. Like, he can absolutely do that. But, um, yeah, he knocked the door. He came in and he was like, so we're going to try and put you on the camera tonight. And I was like, absolutely not. We're not going to do that. And he's like, you know, because he's obviously testing it out to see. He's analyzing, like, how crowds react. And he's seeing, like, cool, if you're DJing in the middle of Drake's set when he goes down, people need to see you to understand what's going on. Yeah. And I'm like, I hear you. But no, I was like, <laughs> absolutely not. Please don't do it. Um, which is why, oh man, um, if you watch my, there's a, a clip of a video from my interview with Drake where he absolutely annihilates me for how I look at the camera every time it comes up. So he goes down and he'll be like, Tiffany, like turn this into the craziest club. Uh. And I'll be like, Meek Mill <laughs> and like I'll play a song. And then all of a sudden the lights go on me and the camera comes on and the screen comes on and I don't want to look at it. <laughs> so I'm down and then I have to look at it because I'm like, fuck, I have to look. So I'll look up and I'll just be like, and he says I, I do the most light skinned face ever. <laughs> Bearing in mind it's coming from Drake. Yeah, right? yeah, so, right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So he's like, you do the most light skinned face ever because apparently I like look up and I'm like, <laughs> and like I'll like start fake scratching and so yeah you just absolutely annihilated me on my own show about that I just like to clarify that did not happen I'm yeah. just shy again I'm yeah. shy man that's right yeah so, um yeah that was that was really interesting and like trying to pretend to dance and like really trying to turn <laughs> my shot and being like can I bring a friend out and then like bringing someone out and yeah I think it was incredible in hindsight it happened so early because Whereas before that's something you, you know, that is literally a life goal. That is an aspiration. Touring with your favorite rapper. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That is like, I would do that at 50 and be like, I've accomplished everything. Um, I got it at 24. Yeah. And now it's like, cool, what do I do now? Because I don't want my story to always be, oh my God. You, you remember, remember when her? You went on right. With Drake? Yeah. Like, I don't want that to be what it is. I don't think anyone wants. Well, how do you track your goals then? Oh, I'm absolutely, like, I'm really struggling now. Because what I do is I'm 25 in 10 days. Not that Virgo. I'm planning. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Princess Virgo. Mm -hmm. huh. <laughs> See what you did. Um, <laughs> but every single year, that's my only goal. And it has been since I was young. I don't, everyone competing with each other and all of this, like, stupid shit, I just think is such a waste of time. Yeah. So I really, like, I genuinely compete with myself, like, I genuinely have like beef with myself where I'm like, fuck you, 24, <laughs> like 25 is where it's at. Like, and I'll just try and outdo myself. So this year in 10 days, I'm about to start another 12 months of like, how do I beat getting a Radio 1 show and going on tour with the biggest artists on the planet? Mm, sick. So <laughs> I'm like, you know, there, there are many things that I think I'm, I think are on there. I think a lot of them are personal things. So mm -hmm. it's like, you know, my confidence. I don't yeah. want to yeah. always be the shy one. Right. Um, things like that, like more more personal goals. Whereas before it was always to do with my career and to do with doing this and this and this. I've got these things now. It's just about how do I become the version of myself that benefits everything I now have. Um, I'm really just becoming the, the, you know, the radio host. I want to be, uh, have the show I want to have. I do want to have like the best show in the country. Um, 
you know, all of those things. I mean, I do, but you know, <laughs> I'm not shy anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, there are so many goals like that that yeah. aren't necessarily, you know, on paper they won't seem as big, but I think I've, I'm playing a very long game. So yeah. I know that now. I've always known that, but I, I know that. This is a career. It's not, it's not a well, single. It, it so. also feels like you you've gotten to a place where there's stability, mm. like meaning like that it's there is like a ground though. floor, and yeah. so like you're able to now work on yourself. Yeah, like I can pay my rent yeah. easily. Mm-hmm. Um, there's literally no worries. Are you still living with your dad? No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not living with my dad. Uh, he actually moved an eight minute walk away from me though, which is great yeah it's really nice you know just bump into your dad yeah do you see him at like the grocery store Mm, he wishes (laughs) i I literally never buy groceries maybe that's something for 25 that's a good goal to buy some groceries yeah or just buy groceries and that's it yeah i do that though and i'm sick of doing that so i'll buy them and they sit in the fridge and then they go off and it's just the worst right Mm -hmm. but um yeah do you do themed birthdays do I do themed birthdays? Because Drake loves a themed birthday, Does doesn't he? he? Oh, like the Dave and Buster's thing. Yeah. Or like, well, he likes yeah. event birthdays. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like he also does like themes um, and stuff. Well, I know Fab, Fab does. does. Yeah. No, all of them do. Even um, one of my close friends in the UK, Maya Jama, who's like a rich, she's again my age, but super successful TV presenter, um, and she has a show on Radio One as well, and she does like themed Halloween pies, and it's now a thing. So mm-hmm. like we're already. Talk, like last month we were like what are we doing this year do you have um, your costume already i'm toying with what i'm gonna be still <laughs> i thought i was gonna be lil wayne but wow. now i'm not sure because i felt like back then we were all trying to do the funny thing yeah mm-hmm. and now i feel like i'm gonna be you know like in the movies where it's like there's that one girl that like didn't get the memo and she, dressed, <laughs> she actually goes for it for halloween and everyone else looks really hot i feel like that's what's gonna happen but i thought about doing this thing for my birthday this year but i absolutely know that no rapper in the uk is gonna do it because the, their egos are way too high so like I was gonna do a, a themed party where everyone has to dress like a rapper, mm-hmm. but you can't go as yourself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's absolutely just not gonna happen. Like, <laughs> they're not gonna do that. They're gonna be like, I'm me, like, you know? <laughs> so I put that one in the bin. This year for my birthday, I always throw a warehouse party. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually gonna throw a boiler room. Mm-hmm. Uh, gonna get super no, high. I know, no, don't eat anything. No, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Not even birthday cake, I'm yeah. not risking it. Yeah. By the way, you um, don't even have to have a theme anymore because you can just imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just maybe I'll go as myself having the panic attack yeah. at Boiler that's pretty, Room. That's pretty great. Yeah. That's pretty great. Ago. Yeah, Nick it's is into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're back on board. Four yeah. for five. Oh, yeah. Perfect, perfect, perfect. It's an explainer, but yeah. you know, still, yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think maybe that's what I'll do. But I'm excited to do another warehouse thing and I'm kind of relaunching my party again. So right on. bring that back. The urban playlist. No, yeah, yeah. Not dot that com. One. Not that one. Olive Garden. <laughs> Tiffany. Um, congratulations Thank on you. your whole path. It's it's amazing how these things have like fallen into place, how mm-hmm. these things are like serendipitous and and how much you've done in such a short amount of time. And I think like going from twenty four to twenty five should really be Olive Garden to Madison Square Garden. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for coming through. Yeah, shout out to Tiffany Calvo. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Tiff. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this new episode of A Waste of Time with It's The Real. Jeff, people want to find out more about us. I'm Eric, the one who went to Syracuse. You're Jeff, the one who watched Scream. Together, we are It's The Real. No apostrophe, no spaces. If people want to find out more about this podcast, it's called A Waste of Time with It's The Real. Jeff, if people want a real heat check, where can they 
go. You can always go to itsthereal.com, I-T-S-T-H-E-R-E-A-L.com. Go sign up for our newsletter there. Go to itsthereal.com slash shop for all of our wares, including all of our t-shirts. All of our t-shirts are on sale at itsthereal.com slash shop. You can also go find all of our old episodes and our new ones. If you go to, I don't know, any streaming platform, including this one. Yeah, the one you're listening to right now. YouTube.com slash It's The Real. Wait, but say it like Tim Westwood. YouTube.com slash It's The Real. <laughs> YouTube.com slash Tim Westwood TV. <laughs> um, you can also find us on social media. We're at It's The Real on Twitter. At It's The Real on Instagram. At It's The Real on Facebook. Jeff, now is the time where we love to shout our listeners out. Who do you want to big up today? I want to big up to Nick Watkin. Shout out to Nick Watkin. Good guy. Great photographer. Actually, great guy. Let's not, let's not you know, classify him. He's no. just good. Jeff, he's a great guy. Great guy. And good a great photographer. Oh, great photographer. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I forgot. <laughs> How good of a photographer he is. No, he's great. Let's he, um, make it clear. Jeff. Yeah, he's a great photographer and a great guy. And he shot our pictures here today for birthday girl Tiffany Calvert. Yeah, but now it's his. Well, no, his birthday came first. Oh, we are, we are very confused right now. No, his birthday came yesterday. Tiffany's is today. So they're almost birthday twins. That's not a thing. They're just birthday no. siblings. Birthday twins are not a thing. That's coming from an actual twin. <laughs> like, twins are a thing. Here we go. Everything else is not a thing. <laughs> Well, happy belated birthday. Happy belated birthday to Nick, Nick, who is a great guy and great photographer. All right. Happy birthday to Tiffany. Well, let's not take away from Nick's day. No. Big day. It was yesterday, though. Great guy. Great guy. Great photographer. That was a great day. It was yesterday. Shout out to Nick. Yeah. Jeff, I want to shout out two people. One is, I wanted to shout out Arturo Bar for sending us a very nice email. He told us about how he, over the last months has listened to all 271 episodes and has gained something from every single one he gave us credit for inspiring him for giving him information and for uh honestly filling up his time at work shout out to arturo bars who is a great listener and a great fan but he a great photographer to be determined do not know but he wanted to give credit to his man joaquin muerte who put him on to A Waste of Time with It's The Real. Shout out to Joaquin. Without Joaquin, Arturo Bars might never have known about us. And that, by the way, is why we appreciate all of you who recommend this podcast and all the episodes that we do to your friends and family and strangers and coworkers and whoever you run into. Thank you to Joaquin. Thank you to Arturo Bars. And thank you all. Jeff, anything else? Yeah, everybody should recommend this podcast to a person who will listen to all 271 episodes. That's I like just, that. That's just the, the bar. You know? Arturo Bar. Not for real, for real. Sure, sure. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>